0: Sit down, boys, if I get a treat for you. Fighting the fight when it comes to technology. We are the knights of the kingdom of geekery. We rise up when it comes to the challenge of discussing all this nerd knowledge.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Digital Soup, the only podcast that prefers their music to be encoded at just 64 bits. I sure like it. Very economical.
2: Mm-hmm. What?
1: Adam, are you doing something to your, uh, did you crank all yourself right. all the way up? Oh, 64 bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I didn't, I didn't know 64 bit went really loud and lots oh. of static. Oh, well, whatever happened there is probably a glitch. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, everybody, my name is Jason, and joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. What's up, gentlemen?
0: Uh, Lots of things. Lots of things.
1: Like what? Well, all these
0: stories we're going to talk about today.
1: Well, hey, let's not get there too fast. Uh, All
0: right, all right. What have you been up to this week? Well, this week I was abducted by aliens again.
1: Oh, Uh, man.
0: Were you probed? No, I, I actually stopped him. Probably not. not
1: I, <laughs> so so there's Dodge no probing Pro. going on. So would this be like uh, prohibition? Not a problem.
3: It's not a problem at all. <laughs>
2: hey, no I'm doing
1: prohibition, demo. and you had to step all over it. Adam. <laughs> I did. I mean, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about probing? That's so
2: terrible.
3: Uh,
1: because Adam brought it up, you know it's his favorite topic. Oh. Every episode, he's yep. some probing thing. Uh, and after that, I got into a ninja star fight. Um, oh, sweet! How many did oh, you take yes. to the chest? A four. Sweet. Now, uh, were they poison dipped, or were they just standard?
0: You no, know? more like make you tired. Whatever they put on there.
1: Oh, they're, they're like uh, narka stars. Yeah, narc stars. <laughs> <laughs> that either puts you to sleep or it tattles on you when you yeah. kill somebody man I'll, you had a rough week, yep, I know, jeez, yep. all I, I, mean, I did was work, hang out with the family. that was all yeah. I did
3: <laughs> I just I took it easy worked i I won about fifty thousand in that scratch off ticket I bought, but
1: <laughs> mm. no, yeah. Dave, tell them what you really did.
3: <laughs> no, it's a secret,
1: no, you finally got to go see Metallica again. No, I didn't. Yes, they were at the First Ave in the, the Twin Cities. No, you're making stuff up. That wasn't. Did not First Ave close down anyway? Nope, they're still open. Ah, uh, okay. I, there was some place that closed down. I remember some people posting it on Facebook. Oh, Hardy's
3: <laughs>
1: Those have been closing down everywhere. You know, I did recently for the
3: very first time ever. I got to eat at a Sonic restaurant. Have you ever eaten? Oh there? yeah, we got yeah. those around
1: here. I've eaten at them.
3: We don't have them up where I'm at, and we just happened to be near one recently, and we thought we'd try it out. And I've got to say, very underwhelming. Well, are you didn't like it. I, it wasn't bad. It just it, didn't. It's blow just my a burger place. I I I mean, mean, I, you know burgers, what it was hot dogs, like? Dogs,
0: chicken, whatever. The shakes are really good though.
3: Yeah, and I, I got a, I got a. a uh, bacon cheeseburger and it was fine the bacon i didn't like I ended up pulling most of it off because it was kind of like real thick and rubbery they didn't get crispy i didn't like was that it so turkey much. bacon i uh, know i don't know unless that's what they use but then the was burger it itself burger? no the burger itself though reminded me a lot of like if you go to culver's and you get like their butter burger yep it reminded me a lot of that only it wasn't greasy at all, which was the it was the weirdest thing. Mm. Like it wasn't dry, but it, it just wasn't like mm. it was kind of bland, and it wasn't anything too special. You know, dip it in a little ketchup, okay. it was good. But I was I was kind of expecting more. I don't know why, but well, it's yeah, you know, I
1: restaurant. mean, it's a fast food burger.
3: Let's be <laughs> well. Honest, hey, but.
1: for all of our listeners that have no idea what a butter burger is, uh, what they do is they uh, put a full stick of butter in every pound of ground beef. No, butter burger. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's probably a market for that,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's called uh, cardiologists.
0: Nah. They love when well, you got to
1: like keep that. those doctors in, you know, uh, summer homes and boats and stuff. Right? <laughs> the the best part
3: about our visit there though is when my youngest was there. He's a he likes the Sonic video game, Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, he said, "Oh, we're going to eat here." Is this you know they have like the video game? I said, "No, we're eating Sonic." Ah! (laughs) and i told him we're we're (laughs) eating his favorite character and his he he didn't believe me at first he just laughed and then i i stayed like totally serious i was like no i'm serious that's what these are so these burgers are made of how is it did you like it and he kind of got this look on his face like i think you're
1: Full of crap, but I'm not quite sure right now. So, <laughs>
3: and I finally told him that wasn't really what was going on. And, and
1: the funniest thing is the the waiter who came out to take his order was uh you know this this Italian dude and he's like, "Hi, hey, what can I get you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay, he that sounded a little bit like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, didn't. Yeah, it? I was going to say or Mario. Yeah, <laughs> not a well, Mario, I was trying but... to be Mario. I mean, well, it sounded pretty good. He... <laughs> Okay, he, uh, yeah, he it's did ask, Mario.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he did make a comment I, I after I told him it wasn't really really Sonic. I said, So how was your burger? He goes, That's oh, not too bad. It you know, it would have been better with some of those golden
1: rings in it. He said, <laughs> Cause, Oh, cause you know what? You should jun- start a Sonic with onion rings. That. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. that would be perfect.
3: He had, a, he had a junior burger, so he said his wasn't as big because it didn't have it wasn't full of the golden rings like mine was. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goofy well, kid. Sorry to interrupt you today, Dave. I thought you were done and then you started talking I as I started talking and now I feel bad, you do not. Uh, but, but it is past now. I no longer feel bad. Well, we got a great episode here for all of our listeners. Uh, we, over the years, we have, uh, teased about how you know Dave and Adam are musicians and I enjoy music. <laughs> so we decided, hey, why don't we go ahead and put together just an all music episode. Uh, we'll just cover stories about music, we'll, you know, have some anecdotes about, you know, music and you know, maybe we'll even play some music. I don't know. <laughs> Adam, you going to play? You got your bass hooked up? I don't. Oh man. All right, well, we'll probably get keys. that hooked up maybe uh, in a little bit here or something. Oh, you got the keys ready? I can. <laughs> All right. Well, while he's doing that here, uh, the first uh, story we wanted to talk about here now over on, uh, it's a website called the Top Tens, and it's. It's a user website to where, think of it kind of like a a Wikipedia type. It's a list website. It's like a a forum type thing where anybody can post on it, create any type of top 10 they want, and then uh, anybody can go there and then add into it. So this is all user. This isn't like the expert saying uh, this or that. This is actual you and I, you know, listeners that are deciding uh, what the top 10 is. And this, this is a pretty cool article here. What we have we have the top 10 most influential albums of all time oh keep <laughs> I thought, playing i thought you would play me off there
0: <laughs>
1: I'm so a word like tick 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 yeah you hear that it's only there when you're playing
0: oh, it's, no it's my, i hear it right now it's
3: from my keyboard if
0: i
1: mute it yep that's the way oh man are we a tech podcast or what So uh, this is pretty cool now, this is uh, the top 10 most influential albums as uh, voted on by users. Uh, so this is not scientific or anything. This is just, you know, the average person what they enjoy. So you might not agree with this list. We might not agree with this list, especially the order. Everybody's going to, you know, have their own idea of what the number one, et cetera is. But um, why don't we go ahead and start with on this list, the number 10 most influential album of all time. And uh, I don't know if you guys looked at this list prior to this, but do you degree? Uh, do you degree? Yes. Uh, when you're sweating, do you <laughs> oh, degrees? Uh, I don't know.
2: When you but, go I mean, to college, are,
0: do you degree? These are definitely some of the most popular albums. Yeah, they are. Well, so the number 10 one is Nirvana's Nevermind, which mm-hmm. I do think is was very influential. I mean, the entire grunge scene, this this brought it, it in. It kicked it off, right? Yep, yep. Right. And I, I've got some friends that Really dug more of the '80s stuff, like the the hair metal bands and that kind of music. That looked at this like, what is this crap? Yeah, You're ruining music. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, it was kind of the anti uh, anti hair metal.
1: Yep, a- anti rock. I mean, and I I really enjoyed it. I followed the grunge, and you know, I think a few episodes back, I said in the '90s, that's what I listened to was either rap or grunge, you know, or some rock. I wasn't listening to uh, what were we? Uh, that Nickelback? That uh, no, not Nickelback. Uh, Matchbox 20 that Adam and Dave love so much. I just I, I couldn't get into it. Uh, so I was all about the grunge. So I really enjoyed Nirvana, never and uh, of course, some of their other ones like in utero and stuff. But yeah, Nirvana, I, I really, until he blew his brains out, uh, oh. you know, I really enjoyed it. Now, oh <laughs> man, huh. boy, I just bring it to a halt there.
3: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. N- n- never mind. This. <laughs> <laughs> this album though i think at the time what you have to realize the reason it whether you like the music or not the reason it's so influential is that it was really able to take this you know shiny glossy like you said the hair metal the the pop music of the time and this was you know punk music prior to that very you know simplistic three chords and rage you know and that's really what you had and this was able to take kind of all of that in, you know, really bridge the gap between everything and bring that kind of music into the mainstream. This along with Pearl Jam's 10, I think were probably two of the biggest albums that did that Soundgarden had a big album at the time, but they were never quite as commercially accepted, you know, as Nirvana. When you look at this, do you guys have any favorite, favorite tracks off this album?
1: Oh, basically the whole thing. I mean, I can't remember the exact tracks off of this specific album right now. They had they had so many different hits out of this. Uh, I, I'm actually looking at the track list here. Real well, fast. it starts. I mean, off, I'm gonna remember. Every I have one it, it here.
3: I'll blast through it for you. Opens up with "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Yep. Everyone knows come that. As you are. Well, then it goes to "In Bloom." Come as you are. Breed lithium. Poly. Uh, pardon the language. Uh, territorial territorial pissings. Drain you, lounge Jack, stay away on a plane, and something in the way,
0: which was about a twenty-minute song.
3: Yeah,
1: no, but, something yes. in the way. Yeah, I thought it was, it was super long—twenty minutes and thirty-five seconds to be exact.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, it's showing on this other on the other site there. It's like a three and a half-minute song. Nope. Oh, okay. Something in the way. Are you sure you're not thinking of the the other? Where did you sleep last night? They did on the no. the uh, other one.
1: No, I'm I'm actually looking at it right now. If you type nevermind track list, uh, Google oh. brings right up uh, the, the track list. Yeah, and, I, I think Google's geez. off,
0: though, because it is really three and almost four minutes. Yeah, well, why say, does it say 20 minutes
2: and 35 I seconds? Know. I
3: wonder if they had, did they have oh, a bunch you know of silence why? On the end? Yeah, I was going to say.
1: A hidden did, track?
3: It, later later releases did include a hidden track uh, called Endless Nameless that brought it to six minutes, 44 seconds. And I bet you there was a big
1: stretch big of silence. 10-minute gap there. Yep, in there, yeah. probably.
0: Well, anyway, I, I actually think this should be higher on this particular list. I don't know who yeah. all voted on it, but I've never... Do you guys know Jackie Avancho? No, I don't. Me neither. How is that the number seven most influential album of all time, if none of us... Yeah, and
3: there's there's two albums by this person.
1: Oh, really? Well, again, Classical this is just crossover. voted on by you know the average person. It's not... Scientific.
3: Yep, I mean, what it sounds like that that person is a mix of sacred, classical, and pop covers, and some startling original
0: songs. And the fact that she's 19 years old right now doesn't mean one of the most influential <laughs> yeah. albums of all time. Right.
3: <laughs> now, a lot of these other albums, if we go up
1: number nine, "The Wall" by Pink Floyd Absolutely Definitely. belongs yeah. on that list. But that was that was that was my introduction to Pink Floyd? Was but the let wall. me let me ask
3: you this. Pink Floyd's The Wall absolutely belongs in probably almost any top ten album list, like a best of all time. Does it belong in the most influential albums of all time? Because what did it influence?
1: Um, It. uh, (laughs) I always joke about it, but uh, that um, silent lucidity it really influenced them (laughs) (laughs) because they really copied the style. I mean, I know it. I mean, The Wall obviously Pink Floyd.
3: Influenced a lot of artists coming up, but in the way Nirvana basically took, you Mother know, the grunge scene and brought it to the ball. forefront to mainstream. Pink Floyd, I mean, they did kind of bring the the trippy acid rock into a little bit more mainstream realm in their their time frame. But was it as influential? If we're talking yeah. influential, now if we're talking just. 10 best albums of all time, it, it definitely deserves consideration in that list. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, I gotta do this here real fast. Mother, do you think they'll try to break my cannonballs? balls? jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> little throwback there to about, what, four episodes ago something like that? <laughs> uh, but... I agree with you, uh maybe it's not that influential, but it is one of those must listens now. I'll tell you, I own this on and <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this, and I don't have it anymore but vinyl's made a comeback, but I actually owned it on original vinyl, yeah, then I had it on cassette, then I bought it, rebought it again on c d and then I bought it out on iTunes <laughs> wow, so yeah i've yeah. I've purchased this album quite a few times, yeah, so Let's blast through the list and be, and not get hung
0: up on one particular one, just to kind of get the list, the whole list out there, so we can talk in general about them.
1: he you, Kay. gonna listen a little Highway 61 Revisited? It's
0: so a Bob Dylan, number eight with Highway 61. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, that was a good impersonation, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. It. Number seven, they, this, on this list, they've got Awakening by Jackie Avancho, who we don't know who that was. Um, number six, never mind the Bollocks, here's the Sex Pistols from the Sex Pistols. Dream With Me by Jackie Avancho as the number five. And again, that album is from, what, she was 10? I don't know. (laughs) And then Rod Stewart, Every Picture Tells a Story as number four. Of course,
2: yeah!
0: Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd, yeah, I agree. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with the Beatles. Yep, of course it's the Beatles. Definitely. The number one, Thriller by Michael Jackson. I don't know if Thriller was the most
1: Influential. influential. I mean,
0: that was a big album. It's I mean, And
1: I think it's actually, and I know no, this is not based on sales or anything, but I know Michael Jackson and the Beatles were, you know, they were vying for the biggest sales. You know, the Beatles have been around a lot longer, so they've had a lot more, but did not Michael Jackson's thriller surpass the Beatles in sales at one point? Yeah, probably. I, I, I thought it did. And that's,
0: I think it's hard to. To say one of these albums had more influence than the other because they all had big influence in their certain genres in some areas.
3: Well, because you're missing
0: things like Dr. Dre, the Chronic, you know, that yeah. w- when the hip hop well, scene. That's came really out. the
3: thing, right? When you start talking influential, you almost find yourself going back one more generation, one more generation, because something always influenced the next. Yep. Yeah. Johann Sebastian Bach, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, when you when you look at um say Elvis and what the Beatles were doing they took a lot of that that soul and funk and jazz music that was popular in other areas and they translated it into their style and did their own thing with it and brought it to the mainstream are they influential or is it the work of those before them you know it's it's kind of a a tricky thing to, to quantify. Well, it,
0: it kind of, in some cases, somebody can be influenced by something and then make it way, way more popular. Right, right. You know, like, you think about the Beatles and, and that, and suddenly you've got other artists that are copying them that, that grow in popularity. The Beatles is a, kind of a big one. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Ramones aren't on this list.
1: There's, well,
3: I'm going to... It's one of my favorites, and you know, I'm going to throw it out there.
1: Oh, Beat On, The Brat. No, beat on. okay. No,
3: Metallica's Black Album, much oh, like yeah. Nirvana brought the grunge scene to the mainstream, Metallica's Black Album made metal okay. You know, it, it made heavy metal a mainstream, viable music where it's not prior to that. It was a very, I mean, very passionate group of fans, but a, a largely very specific, small genre of people that liked it. It wasn't something you'd hear on the radio ever.
1: Well, but, and if you're actually looking at just influential, uh, I think the Beastie Boys were actually pretty influential because yeah. they opened it up for uh, quote unquote white rappers, you know, bringing it to a whole new audience. The same thing Elvis did. So I think you could say Elvis and the Beastie Boys are pretty influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or not.
3: If if, no, if you want to hear a, a good interview with. Um, Well, the two surviving members of the Beastie Boys, Um, I've I've referenced this show a few times, but WTF with Mark Maron? He interviewed it. Whether it's still up or not, I hope we're getting some
1: residuals.
3: Well, no, but (laughs) he doesn't know he exists. He he does only have (sighs) so many episodes back before they drop into behind a paywall. But he had a great interview with the two surviving members there, and very fascinating to hear like who they were influenced by and. You know, kind of who they looked up to in the early days when they were getting into it. So,
0: Well, Beastie Boys were influenced by Run DMC. Hugely so, yep.
1: And then Run DMC was influenced by the Fat Boys. And the Fat Boys were influenced by Cheeseburgers. Oh, you can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, go, I, go, well, I, go. I eat it, I need it. Jelly rolls.
3: <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> it's you good go back. for your
1: heart, body, and soul. I eat it, I need it. Jelly roll. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my cover of uh, Jelly Roll by the Fat Boys. <laughs> Going back to
3: Thriller, though, <laughs> when you think about how influential, a lot of people. I'm I'm looking at the comments on this article you have linked here, Jason, and people kind of crapping all over it, saying yeah, it was huge in its time, it sold the most, but influential, you know, not really. What about Elvis? What about the Beatles? You know, this this album doesn't be, doesn't belong on top. But really, think about what that album did for the pop music genre everybody from justin timberlake to you know you name it any of the biggest pop stars from the 80s you know once that album came out anybody from then until today were hugely influenced by that album particularly that's the album that had arguably most of his biggest hits i mean we're we're talking billy jean and beat it and thriller and all of these songs smooth criminal T-Y-T, you know, the it was, girl is mine. Yeah, was I mean that album, album was pretty young perfect, thing, nearly a perfect album from top to bottom for a pop album.
1: You know, and, and yeah, I, I mean I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, we had discussed this in earlier shows that I didn't find that I enjoyed Michael Jackson until later on till almost his death. Um, I kind of just, like, stayed away from it because I wasn't big into pop music at all. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jackson was the king of pop, so hence, you know, I kind of steered clear. But I really came to appreciate, you know, his sound and his artistic creations and stuff later on. I I don't know if it was after his death or, you know, just shortly before, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's it's sad to say. But, yeah, I was late well, to the party. Look, about, look at,
3: I mean so so it, it the other tough part about this and kind of what trips me up anytime you talk about influential albums is you, you almost i mean you almost have to break it up by musical genre in some ways you know or some yeah. kind of a, a quantification because can you say thriller is equally influential as say uh black sabbath's paranoid album when that came out decades before or a decade before or led zeppelin 4 you know any of these or you go back to miles davis and kind of blue um or coltrane you know some of the the jazz monsters of the time buddy rich you start going back to these all these different genres they all will eventually feed somehow into each other but it's really tough to say okay
1: all-time umbrella
3: who's most influential i mean that's a that's a tricky
1: thing and I think I mean they left out. Uh, definitely, in the top ten should have uh, been uh, the insane Colin Posse, the great Malenko. Uh, no, I mean it. It brought horrorcore to the forefront of everybody's uh, thoughts and minds, and uh, the the love, the juggalo love that has been spread across this great nation of ours. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wow. I, uh, I can't buy in on that one. I, I had
3: a oh come a phase on you were a juggalo. I, well, let's clarify that. I enjoyed listening to the one album, The Amazing Jacko Brothers. A little no, bit. No, you of loved Malenko. them all. The I, entire only, catalog. Oh, and then what was the... No, not the entire catalog. I had a little a little phase, like three albums, where I listened to them, and then kind of I haven't listened to well, them. I'm much sure that the Great
1: Malenko. <laughs> no. It, it,
3: no, it wasn't that one. The one song off there, and then it was the Jekyll Brothers, and then the one, the Wraith or whatever, where they, oh yeah, you know, supposedly wrapped up the whole thing. But I wouldn't call that influential. I wouldn't call Eminem influential. Oh, really? No, nope. I, I don't think so. Because I would. I, I don't know
0: if I would. At this point, I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, and you know, you have to be. Has your music influenced somebody? Well that's yeah, what I'm he's that's, influenced a lot of rappers. That's what time. I'm
3: wondering though. Who who has listened to what he does and is like the modern day version that's you know heavily influenced by him and, and trying to do their own thing, replicating his sound? Machine gun Kelly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would look at guys like you said, like Dre and Snoop and some of these guys, probably way more influential than Eminem ever was. In my opinion, well, there are influences to him, so I mean,
1: right. What about Two Live Crew? (laughs) No, Luke Skywalker.
3: Luke Skywalker. I don't know that one. That was the main singer's name. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't big into Two Live Crew. Eminem's Ah, on the fence for me, and I know that's a a hot take, maybe, but Mm, no. I mean, he had some good albums, but I don't, I don't know that I find him. You know, when I look at music as a whole, super influential. Kind of like Kid Rock. Also, I enjoy some of the music. Hmm. But I don't know that I'd say he was influential.
1: No. What is Bound to the Bound to Dang-a-Dang (laughs) Diggy-Diggy? You know. It's it's scat scat singing is all it is. Yeah. So, uh, of course... Our listeners aren't going to agree with this top 10. We don't even agree with this top 10 cuz everybody has it's it's down to your personal taste. Yeah. It's down to what actually touched you, you know, touched your soul, touched your heart. Everybody lives different lives, everybody has different things happen to them and music actually is a comfort. I mean, some of the, you know, everybody has had some bouts of depression, some bouts of loneliness and some, you know, just great happy times and different music has affected you differently based on your mood and a lot of people have said they've gone to artists and they said hey uh, you actually brought me out of where i was i was in a bad place i i would listen to you and you gave me that strength you gave me that hope and that to me that that influences that person dramatically but that same that same music to that same person at a different time when they're feeling uh you know they're in a different place in the world uh might not have the same impact that it did then so it's it's really music is not the same to everybody and it's not same to that same person at different times if you understand what i'm saying
3: right yep well you know we've talked about this remember when we first started doing super reviews
1: no not really <laughs> well we've
3: been doing them a long time. We right now what we're doing is we're we're doing you know, once a month reviewing a movie, which yeah. is awesome. I want to keep doing that. And Except then we're also you know, well and then we're also doing our um Stranger Things mini super reviews.
1: Oh yeah. We've done a couple of those now and it, I love it. Uh We, this season is going so good, but yeah, let's not talk about it right now. Go ahead. Go back to what you're doing. But what I'm, what I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know if you
3: guys would be down for this and listeners, I don't know if you'd be interested in it as well. The sickness? No, but I'm wondering what you guys would think about, you know, and maybe just listeners chime in too. Think about the idea of going through, you know, I mean, you can find it. I'm looking at Rolling Stone magazine has a you know, most groundbreaking albums of all time. You can find lists of of the biggest albums of all time all over the place. But I wonder what you guys would think about taking one album, maybe not every week, but every couple weeks or something like that, and giving it a listen and kind of breaking down one album that is dubbed, you know, one of the most influential or most popular, you know, whatever albums of all time. Caveat is if we're going to do it, I don't want to hear any complaining. We're going to listen to all sorts of different music. Whether it's your style or not, if we're going to pick it as being a, you know, this is a huge groundbreaking or influential type album that changed music, regardless of the style of music, you'd have to give it a listen and and give it a fair shake.
1: Yeah, and like a listener, they recommended uh, Ben Rector to me, and I I do enjoy his uh, work. Mm -hmm. so uh, you know it happens you know recommend music and would you guys what do you guys think of that you know and listeners chime in as well but but breaking down
3: kind of going into a little deeper dive on on a specific album like a behind the music well kind of but why we why we you know think it might have been
1: influential or what
3: we found (laughs) about the album that we thought you know made it so great or or whatever or maybe it's overrated or whatever it is so something to think about but as long as we don't have to listen to bieber well, See, there you go, already putting restrictions on it. <laughs> you you no. can't put restrictions on it. We're going to listen to whatever comes
0: up. You watch up. Bridges in Madison County, you get to listen to the Biebs.
3: <laughs>
0: Yep.
1: The Beebs. All right, anything else we want to say about this article before we go on to the next
3: story? No.
1: I guess the only
3: thing I would think of is when you're thinking of an influential, you're going to make a top 10 list. Is it yeah. really? Is it really proper to put one artist on there multiple times with different albums you know well it is called the most influential albums is what this list was but can one artist artist
1: you just do one right but
3: i mean this one has pink floyd's the wall and pink floyd's dark side of the moon one of those jackie Ivancho albums (laughs) right two of those as well and in one of those may be very influential But is the other one different enough to be also super influential in a different way, or is it all kind of the same? That's the only thing I would think about. Mm -hmm.
1: This next story that we're going to cover here, I know, Dave, you're the one that put this in here, but this reminds me of, I can't remember what show we did it on, but where uh, Jeremy Renner, where he was on, like say, Fallon. I can't remember what it was. He was at the piano, and he was singing a song about Hawkeye. (laughs) He was doing the the Ed Sheeran cover song. Yep. Yeah, uh, that was hilarious. But uh, yeah, tell us uh, what, what's going on here with Hawkeye and some music. Well, I put this in the, the show notes a, a couple weeks
3: back, and we just we didn't have time to do it, and we knew we were going to put together this music episode, and we thought, well, this will kind of fit here, because apparently, I, I guess the first music-related news is that Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, is out there putting out some music. He's got a song called Heaven, and in parentheses says, don't have a name and then he has a cover of house of the rising sun i believe it was uh, by the animals now the that's kind of weird like okay but if you remember like you said that video when he was when he was doing the sheeran cover or parody i guess you'd say Mm -hmm. he actually wasn't too bad you know singing wise he he did all right so how's this music sound for him Uh, yeah i don't know i mean i i didn't really give it much of a listen i I gave it a quick (laughs) listen few seconds on each one, and I, I was busy. I didn't didn't spend much time with it, but the weirder it's, part... It's heavily auto-tuned. Yeah, probably.
1: You know what? That's what I need. Since I can't sing, I need some auto-tuning. Find me some software, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, the even weirder thing, though, is that this music first
3: started popping up a few weeks back in the beginning of July based on an app that's simply called I believe it's just called Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Um nice name yeah and so the the app apparently might be con- you know a little controversial because of some some issues that came up with it but the the way I saw it in this article that they basically this is on the ringer.com they basically explained it as imagine Facebook where every story posted was just about Jeremy Renner It's not called Jeremy Renner official, not the Jeremy Renner fan experience. It's just called Jeremy Renner. So when when you log in, you know, you create everything. So it's just saying like Jeremy Renner would like to access Apple Music,
1: (laughs) you know, things like that. Is this uh, is this an? officially by him or just somebody else on well i this app?
3: i don't know and i think he's he might have a hand in it because he's releasing you know the, the big <laughs> news came out with this music that they knew about in this app a few weeks early which he's the only one that was releasing that his
0: his uh heaven don't have a name song is not half bad yeah i mean it has got some auto-tune but you should check right. it
3: out yeah I'll give it a, a he didn't do a list. bad job
0: singing on Fallon either I mean, no that's he I mean he,
3: he wasn't too bad and it's it's just kind of interesting that Hawkeye is going into singing but that part the music side of it I mean how many actors have have gone on and tried to do music careers I mean Johnny Quite Depp few, is huh? yeah Johnny Depp's currently in a band with um Alice Cooper and who the heck else they call themselves the Hollywood vampires. Yep. What's Gary Sinise is doing USO
0: shows. Yep, you've got... Uh, Keanu Reeves
3: played bass in he, Dogstar. He's still playing music, I think. And mm-hmm. you, you have, what's his name? Russell Crowe has his band. Um, I mean, a ton of actors have, have groups. You mean Cheryl Crowe? No, no, I mean the Gladiator <laughs> guy. <laughs> he's got a band, like a bar band he plays in. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. But the weirdest part to me was that was that this dude has an app that is nothing but him. Every post is about him. You know, it's all fans talking about him. It's him releasing stuff about him, photos of him. It's all Jeremy Renner all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now I just listened to this Heaven Don't Have a Name, and uh, I'm getting just like a Michael Damien like vibe when I'm listening to it. A who? A little bit. Michael Michael Damien? Damien? Who's Michael Uh, Damien? Hey, kids, rock and roll. Rockcco oh, oh Ooh, sure. my soul the you know he did the cover of that song,
3: yeah if you read this article, you scroll down it, it's kind of a long thing because this article is is written from the viewpoint of a uh, a reporter at the ringer who is there, what they call the resident Renner head and a huge <laughs> head. A huge hawkeye fan. <laughs> And this person signed up to the app. Oh, am- soup heads. And oh, he they were that amazed before. that oh, okay. they, they got the name Hawkeye as their username. Because apparently this thing is so Jeremy Renner-focused, it's not even Hawkeye-focused from, from the MCU. It's just Jeremy Renner as a person. But they got some comments on the song, and they're actually pretty funny. So they break down the first lyrics, and they say, uh, the first couple lines are, She's got the voodoo that'll make you believe oh she tastes like lipstick in Tanqueray. and her comments are or his comments i don't know what it is says Tanqueray is disgusting gin is for cleaning bathtubs not human consumption <laughs> cannot think of a meaner thing to say to someone after kissing them than you taste like gin also why does she taste like lipstick how does jeremy renner kiss how much lip licking is going on here uh, and i'm just going to read this because it's actually some pretty decent writing Next set of, uh, next set of (laughs) (laughs) lyrics. All I remember is she grew up in Atlanta, but she moved to the Bay in uptown beauty. You could never escape heaven. Don't have a name. And this person says there's no uptown in Atlanta, certainly no uptown in the Bay area, perhaps they were listening to Billy Joel, uh, next (laughs) lyrics, she keeps it old school, feels like rock and roll, but got that new groove. So unpredictable. I gotta tell you, I'll never be the same. (laughs) <laughs> and in their comment, you'd think someone this impactful would be more memorable. Um, no comment on the next one. Says, I know she keeps it old school, throws on Billy Jean because she ain't no fool. Next one uh, says, she could be my beauty queen. I got to tell you, I'll never be the same because heaven don't have a name. Heaven don't have a name. And <laughs> they say uh, heaven does have a name. It's called heaven. Like Atlanta and the Bay, we can be reasonably <laughs> confident it does not have an uptown. <laughs> so they uh the last one that really jumped out at me was funny says she'll always be a stranger dancing to the jukebox and it says maybe jeremy's memory about this night is fuzzy because it happened so long ago that there was a jukebox involved (laughs) so i don't know i thought it was i thought it was it's a really well written article over on the ringer well, now, I'm,
1: I, I'm installing this. It looks like it's available for both uh, iOS oh, and Android. Oh, you're installing uh, Jeremy Renner. Yep, I'm installing it on my uh, phone here. Uh, but this is this is hilarious. I don't know what the iOS version says, but there, there's in-app purchases oh, uh, wow. with this app. And I like it. It says from $199... To three hundred ninety four dollars and ninety nine cents per item. <laughs> so what the heck is he selling for three hundred and ninety four dollars and ninety nine cents as an in app purchase?
3: <laughs> That's crazy. Weird. <laughs> this whole thing is weird. Anyway,
0: it it's is weird.
1: hilarious though.
3: I I think it'd be funny to try and put together like a, a play our own app. Well, that'd be awesome, Adam. No, but <laughs> yeah, up to four hundred dollars and ninety nine cents. But no, I, I think it'd be kind of funny to put together a fun playlist of of actors who have. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's doing a full on music career.
1: William Shatner.
3: Well, think of people like what Corey Feldman has had some. Yeah, he's got terrible, his band. Uh, yeah, and they're they're pretty terrible. Most of them, and you know, so Okay,
0: I got a list of thirty. If you want to hear them,
3: yeah, do it. Do it. Okay, we've
0: got number one, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> yeah, I did I know he, he did that. He did uh he I think he did a lot of blues stuff, didn't he? Yeah, I, I wanted to see. His band was called the ba- the Boxmasters.
1: Yeah, I wanted to see Bruce was Willis a lot of
0: Harmonica. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah.
1: He had his Bruno, uh, there was uh two Bruno albums, and it was actually pretty good. It was kind of uh bluesy rockish. Yep. Hugh Laurie. Oh uh, really?
0: Let them yeah, he had an album called Let Them. Is it Let Them Talk? And yeah, for he, Adam, that's Dr. House. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Daniels, I didn't know this one. Ah. He uh he authored four hundred songs and played three hundred gigs in the last twelve years from Maine to Alaska. Wow. And uh let's see, Keanu Reeves, of course. Um the nineties grunge band Dog Star, Michael Sarah
1: oh. <laughs>
2: oh boy. And That'll let's be good.
0: See, Richard Harris. You remember Richard Harris? Yeah. He he's passed away now, but he reached number two on Billboard's Hot One Hundred with a um uh Let's see. A, a Tramp Shining was it was his uh, song in 19, 1969. Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man himself had an album, The I, Futurist. I kind of remember that. And you can still find it on Spotify. Ryan Gosling <laughs> had one. Leighton Meester. I don't know who that is. Kevin way. Bacon.
1: <laughs> yeah. He had a. With yeah. His he was... brother,
0: Michael, the Bacon Brothers.
1: Yeah, they, I, I know
0: all about that. I haven't heard <laughs> him. Scarlett Johansson. Whoa. Yep. Scarjo. 500 Days of Summer. Naomi Campbell. That was a movie, right? So she oh, must like, have Oh done. yeah, yeah, that's was That say, was uh, the article says, the says you'll feel like you're in 500 Days of Summer. Oh, oh okay. So her debut was Anywhere I Lay Anywhere I Lay my head. It's a 10-track cover album of Tom Waits songs. Oh, uh, Tom Waits. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Naomi Campbell, Jackie Chan? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's released 11 albums since 1984. Wow. Are they in English? His, I doubt it. <laughs> Tony Collette. Don't know who that is. Um, let's see here. Kiefer Sutherland. No, oh. He had one. Uh, his album was called Down in a Hole in 2016. <sighs> Jennifer Love Hewitt.
3: That's, down in a Hole makes me think. I don't know why I instantly thought of Alice in Chains. Mm. I don't know why, but mm. they have a lot Jennifer Love
1: Hewitt, uh, yeah, she was trying to become a big star. Man, her, her album was called Let's Go Bang.
3: Oh, boy.
0: Steven Seagal,
1: who's <laughs> guitarist. Oh, I got to hear that.
0: Songs from the Crystal Cave. Nice. Jamie Foxx, Unpredictable. That might be pretty good, though. Terrence Howard, Shine
3: Through It. Well, Jamie Foxx, he did a lot of the the voice work when he did. We played Ray Charles, I think, right? N- Did he actually sing? He did the singing, too.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that was him singing. Yep, yep. (laughs) What did (laughs) you think I meant? (laughs) Voice work. uh, He did the acting. (laughs) Joe
0: Pesci. Joe Pesci. Vincent LaGuardia Gambini sings just for you. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, That was in 1998. Um, Brie Larson. Oh, we we got a lot of superheroes in here. Macaulay Culkin, live at Chop Suey.
1: Again, another superhero.
0: (laughs) Culkin's been on Red Letter Media's videos. He's actually doing an awesome job in there. You should check those out. Uh, Burt Reynolds, Ask Me What I Am. (laughs) (laughs) Katie Seagal, Yeah. That's Peg Bundy. Yeah, Peg Bundy. She uh, she has an album called Well, and she also did all the music for... um, the motorcycle gang yeah 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 the sons Sons of anarchy yeah sons of anarchy jeff bridges be here soon Alyssa milano look in my heart seth mcfarland music is better than words
1: anthony hopkins is a composer and that's the list all right here so listeners this is what we're going to do for you dave is going to go research and find on uh you know, uh, those 30 people there, their number one hit off of each album. He will make a Spotify playlist and we will share it on Twitter. So, Dave, uh, when do you think you'll have that done? Uh, so
3: what was that? Um, <laughs> in cut <in, in>, out? <laughs>
1: well, you're the Spotify key. I so know, but that's a lot of work, man. <laughs> well, I know, but are our listeners not worth it?
3: They are, but I, I only have so much
1: time in a day. Well, here's what you do: you do not poop for two days, oh, and you just put the list together. <laughs> oh, no, but I would be interested. I probably should Spotify some of these uh, and listen to a few of those because I think they might be interesting, especially Steven Seagal. I want to see what his uh, singing voice sounds like. <laughs> I'm sure like, it's awesome. That's one that, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm not
3: I'm <laughs> not too sure how to. How do think that's gonna that's gonna sound?
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder if uh, Hawkeye, when he's actually uh making his songs, if he actually uses a DAW. What do you guys think?
0: I'm guessing he does. Dave, do you know what a DAW
3: is? Yeah. Sweet.
1: Well, tell us what it is. <laughs> tell the listeners.
2: <laughs> <Isn't> yeah, it... <laughs> I know.
3: Doesn't it stand for uh, a digital audio workstation? It does. It sure does. So, yeah.
1: Yep. And what we wanted to talk about here, none of us are experts. Uh, Adam and Dave are musicians, and I like music. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this article, this is over on uh, Wire Realm, and it's the 10 best uh, music production software. And I came across this because, uh, you know, I've been trying to make some tunes. You know, I did that uh, song a couple of weeks ago on the show where my daughter you know, redid that Millie Bobby Brown recap of season 1 of Stranger Things and I used actually a daw for that I used Logic Pro X which is the paid version and much more beefier than Apple's free GarageBand. I don't know if these guys know that because they're not in the Apple world, but GarageBand is like a, a just a trimmed up light version of Logic Pro X. Right. And they both work similar, but I mean, so much more detail you can do in Logic Pro X. But I've I've used a few of these programs here. Uh, let me just run through the top ten uh, that they have real fast, and then we can talk, you know, individually about it. But and uh, you know what, this article this is, it says the top ten, but I do not see uh, it numbered as a system. I just have them listed here. It looks like alphabetical, actually. Uh, but there's the Ableton Live. There's the uh, FL Studio, which we all knew this back in the day as Fruity Loops. I don't know if these guys ever used it, but... Yeah, I uh, remember trying mm-hmm. it out once. Okay. And then there's uh, Apple's, of course, Logic Pro X. Uh, there's uh, Avid Pro Tools. And uh, I've heard, I've never used Pro Tools, but I have hear a lot of professionals that use this. Yep. That's uh,
0: been kind of the go-to standard. It's kind of like Photoshop for editing
1: Right, mm-hmm. yep. and the only reason I never tried it was because it looked pretty complicated. and I'm pretty dumb, <laughs> uh, and then there's uh propeller heads reason, which uh, looks like I mean, all of these you can hook in uh, instruments into it and uh, do all this, but this really looks like it's hitting a lot of the uh, instrument uh, inputs and stuff. And of course, I don't do that. You know, I'm I'm a loop dude, uh, <laughs> but then of course there's Apple's Garage Band, there's the uh, Steinberg uh, Cubase. And uh, something Adam, Adam's pretty uh, fluent in this. He uses this for, I think, all of Cocos his... Cocos uh, Reaper, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I always just called it Reaper. I, I didn't know yep. what company made it. but uh, Yeah. Uh, and then there's the sono Studio. And uh, what do they got? The Acid Pro 8. And so that's the, the, the 10. Now, the the three that I've used before is Fruity Loops. And uh, of course, the, the Apple's uh, free Garage Band, and then the Logic Pro X, which I use a lot. And for me, not being a musical guy, not being a, you know, not having instruments that I'm going to hook up and record and do all my own stuff, I don't have keyboards, I don't have all that kind of cool stuff. They call me the Loop Kid, and what I mean by that is I just use the built-in loops. That's uh, who, who Apple, calls you that again? Uh, you, you guys did remember you called me the Loop Kid.
0: Oh, okay. but uh,
1: I don't recall that. Here's how I came about using this. <laughs> I remember because calling them
3: fruity loops?
1: oh, but... shot it. Uh, there was a while back. I was we were talking about the MTV music generator and how easy this was to create right uh, music because that's all you're doing is you're just dropping loops into it. And this was the most similar to that. Dropping now loops. this can get very complicated. You can record all your own instruments. You could do everything in Logic Pro X. But I just utilize the loops, and then I grab some free stuff off of the internet to add different sounds and stuff to it also. But it's it's very robust for you know even the easy loop stuff, and I really enjoy it. And I wish these guys had an Apple product so they could actually use it.
0: Well, almost every single one of these DAWs has the capability of the looping. They make oh, okay. It they do. So Reaper, you could,
1: he has oh, yeah. and loops and stuff? <laughs> yep. Oh, it's, okay. it's
0: super simple. Um, basically, is if you have base, uh, just a segment of, of a sound, you click on the end of it and you drag it out, it'll automatically draw a loop of it. And you can drag, you know, copy, paste as many as you want. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, a lot of them do cutting and pasting. I use Reaper the most because when I started um, getting into music stuff and recording... Things like Pro Tools are just too expensive, you know, if you don't have the budget for it. And I found that Reaper mm-hmm. has, you know, you're going to get the same sound. It's still you're still able to record the same quality. You can do the same EQing kind of stuff. Um, it can still handle all the VSTs and different kind of plugins, as they call it. But it was basically, I think it's sixty dollars. Unless you have, unless you're a professional. And so to them, I think they're at the time their license basically said, if you make more than $20,000 a year from our product, then you have to pay for the, the professional license. Otherwise, if you're a hobbyist and stuff, 60 bucks, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing different functionality wise. You get the full blown everything, but it really comes down to personal preference on a lot of these because they all have the ability to multitrack, which is really important. Um, they all just have kind of different ways that the interface works to do stuff, whether it's exporting files, importing stuff, um, running the EQs, the whole nine yards. So you'll see third-party companies with plugins like, uh, waves.com. Dave and I were talking about some of their plugins earlier. Those kind of plugins can install into any of these DAWs and you still get the same effects and everything like that. So it's really just the interface piece, um,
3: that that comes down to it. It's kind of like the container that you're going to use to build whatever you're yep. building.
0: But it's also, I mean, it's also the tool that you use to construct everything or, and mix everything. Yeah, maybe the camera
3: so, to it, use to create the photo.
0: It, it's kind of your main, this is the main central part of any kind of recording setup is your actual software you right. can have all kinds of hardware but at the end of the day a guitar sound coming through my zoom r16 or my mixer you know that's going to affect the sound a little bit but how i put everything together is going to be through the daw right and so when it comes to personal workflow just like if you use lightroom versus photoshop for stuff different tools are better suited for different things uh the fl studio jason that you're talking about is uh or or even the uh, uh which one are you using again
1: uh, Logic Pro X.
0: The Logic Pro X. Um, if they make it super, super simple for the looping where you're just dragging and dropping stuff in, mm-hmm. that that's huge because some of them might not be that simple. You know, it might be more steps to do it. So it's all about the workflow, especially with loops when you're using hundreds of little tiny sounds and you're trying to put them in there. It can get kind of out of hand. So some of them have different looks, different ways they organize the tracks and everything, different ways they save, export. Um, so it really comes down to personal preference, what your budget is for this kind of stuff. And I feel like I'm well, talking too much.
3: No, Go you're ahead, not. Dave. And, and no, I'm going to make you talk a little bit more because <gasps> this is something I know Jason has gotten on my case a little bit. You should do some more of this stuff because you're a musician. I'm a drummer and I yeah, can't. Every musician should do this. you know. And I'd love to do it, but I just I don't have a huge budget right now to throw at getting set up not only with one of these sets of software, But also with, when I look at, and this is what I wanted to ask you, if you were to put together your virtual music studio in this situation, you're working on a budget that's going to give you pretty simple drag and drop, you know, looping functionality to just drop sounds in and do different things like that and create some of your own music. What would you recommend like for, for a budget to get that going and also any essential like plugins as far as like loop plugins or, or packs, I guess you'd say, you know, software. Well, what, what would your build look like? I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be a brand, but I think it kind of comes down to what kind of music
0: you want to record. Because if you want right. to do live instruments um, it, and you know, you're not going to use well, you, you could still use FL Studio, but if you're going to do all electronic music, Yep. FL Studio is really going to be probably your go-to because they've got so, a, an amazing piano roll in there. Um, Flexible workflow. I mean,
3: all the instruments and plug-in effects are included. Let's say you wanted to be able to make some, you know, like essentially like what we do with, with sound drops and stuff here on on the show. Little, sure. you know, 30-second to a minute-long songs or whatever it might be. But you wanted not something that's just, you know, you don't, not necessarily like the electronica dance type music. You want real sounding guitars, maybe some funk, mm-hmm. funk type of beats, or you want... Um, a rock sound or acoustic well, guitar—is that something you're talking well, about
1: when you say? Mm-hmm. For Logic Pro X, you have all of that. Uh, you have actual guitars, actual samples. drums. It's, it, yeah, it's samples. It's not all of the uh, you know synthesized sound like you're thinking. You know, all mm-hmm. the uh, techno type stuff. Right. It has full orchestra too. Like uh, that one beat that I made. Uh, you heard some. Uh, I believe I had some string yep. in there. Yeah, uh, virtual but- instruments. Yeah, and it it sounds, I mean, you can make a really great rock song, uh, you can add in the uh, what do you call them uh, hi hats mm-hmm. uh, as its own track, uh, yeah, and you have so many varieties of them. Uh, and then of course all the different drum. You know, uh, I, I see. I'm not musical, so I can't name all that stuff. But as I'm going through the list and I'm adding stuff in, I, I have all those sounds available. Sure. So
0: it, it kind of depends on how much flexibility you want. If you want, if you do something where you're just using samples, like you just talked about, which means somebody's already recorded. This stuff, and they've done it in you know different you know different speeds and different keys, and then you just import it and drop it. You don't, you don't have any creative control over that particular sound clip. If you are talking about recording it yourself, like I'm going to plug my guitar into my interface on my computer and I'm going to play it, that's kind of a different animal. This cause that right. one, it's really not going to matter as much which piece of software they should all. Uh, what matters more, I guess, technically, there is the interface you're using into your computer to make sure you're getting a clean sound, just like having a good microphone to have good right. audio. You know, it all starts at the source there. Now, if you have um, something like Reaper, which I use, if you look back on our shows, all the the little musical things I've done, all the intros, everything's done in Reaper. And that's a mix of acoustic stuff plus any of the electronic stuff. When it comes to specialty, trying to get cool instruments and stuff like that, and really good sounding drums, it's going to be plugins. That's going to be things like the Addictive Drums or Easy Drummer, things that are compatible with any DAW that you want to add on. So um, that's why I like Reaper. It was very inexpensive to start. And, it, you know, Furry. of course, you're, you're, well, it's, it's free for a few days and then it starts annoying you. So I just paid the money, um, oh, but you I can you use any like plugins days. with it. Oh, but it
1: starts yeah, it, annoying it, it, you. It starts, well, oh, it, it, okay.
0: it, it the, it's, it's, when you open it, it counts down a timer, like before it'll let you actually use it. So um, and then that's the thing I like about that company is they said, you know what, we're just going to annoy you. We're not going to cripple the product because we don't think that's good for your creativity. But out of, you know, if you're going to do it, just pay up and, and enjoy the product without having the annoying thing. But you can have these plugins that apply to anything. I've got addictive drums for mine. I can have super realistic sounding drums. I can import. Mm-hmm. You can buy clips or just big audio packs of those kind of loops that you're talking about, things that can be looped or sound samples, and those can fit across the board. So there's a lot of flexibility. No matter what you pick, um, I personally would stay away from something, the more simplistic ones that can't really use them. Like Apple's GarageBand is kind of a beginner level software. So yeah. if you're just getting into it, then it's great because it'll help you with some of the uh, the basics. I've used Acid before. I mean, it was, and I don't mean the drug, but the, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the Acid. <laughs> acid um, the company Acid, or the... Is it is it actually which I, is I it? can't Just believe acid I have that clip.
1: I use acid before. That's gonna be oh, yeah. nice. I'm old... seeing
0: things, I'm seeing things, guys. <laughs> well acid was Sony or maybe it still is or Magix. and it was all loops. And that was my first uh, foray into recording. It was like the year two thousand and one and I started try- I was able to plug my bass into my computer and actually loop it using the acid program. Yeah. Um so I've used a few of these, but it really comes comes down to Personal preference, what you learn. There's tutorials across the board for all this stuff. Um, Pro mm-hmm. Tools, to me, I guess, would be the, uh, the flagship that if I was going to get serious and start a business, I want to do Pro Tools. As a hobbyist or an amateur, uh, Reaper is kind of where it's at for me. But anything that you learn, in, if you can learn it well and accomplish the same thing, is going to work. Nice. So that's my Now, with my
2: Reaper,
1: uh, can you make it sound like you have two turntables and a microphone?
0: Oh, absolutely. I got three, even. Yeah, because you said it's <laughs> where
1: it's at, so... Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so. Now, do you think when they created Just Dance 2020 that they might have used a bunch of loops for those songs? Oh, well, definitely. Which is a pretty dumb question, because I know they're real songs. I was going to
3: say, they're all <laughs> real songs. Now, let's be clear. The reason we're going to talk about Just Dance 2020... None of us... It's because Dave is so (laughs) absurd. No, none
1: of us actually play this game. My daughters played them on the original week. Right, but Jason... I don't know which ones those were.
3: This was a while back, and these were um, some tweets that he put out a few weeks ago now. I forget how many weeks ago, saying, oh, man, I only know one song off of Just Dance 2020, and it had a little Twitter conversation going between (laughs) Jason and Chris Farrell, who has been on this show from the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, and one of his other co-hosts, Willie D. Nelson, at South Porky on Twitter. And what they wanted to know, and we were meaning to throw this in earlier, but we knew we had this kind of music-centric episode coming, so we figured this is a good place to do it. Everyone wants to know, Jason, what is the one
1: song that you knew on Just Dance 2020? (laughs) Alright, so uh just dance twenty twenty, they've only announced the first twelve songs. They're doing sort of what like uh you know the classic consoles are doing. Oh, we're gonna tease you with like here's the first five games sure. and we'll get back to you. So uh out of the first twenty, uh I only thought I knew one of them. Okay. And that was just by the title. Uh I like it like well, it's called I Like It by Cardi B. Uh, I always think of it as I like it like that, but um I like it. And that's the only one I thought I knew. But then uh, there was a, uh, a preview video on YouTube, and I just happened to click on it just to you know actually hear the songs. And actually, there was a total of five songs on there that I'd have heard before. Oh. But uh, to answer the Twitter question, the song I was referring to is that Cardi B song. I like it. Okay. But I, uh, some of the other songs that I did he- uh, hear before was uh, Bangarang by Skrillex. Uh and uh, hopefully I pronounced this right, uh Con Colma. Uh and of course uh the part that they played was the snow version, which is like a sample. You don't know uh, but this is Daddy Yankee. I don't know who Daddy Yankee is, um, but I know who Snow is, you know. You know nothing. <laughs> Informa, Jon uh, Snow. I got it. Yeah, I get it. Yes, and then uh, of course <laughs> I heard. Still uh, doesn't
3: get it. <laughs> he's
0: got no. three shells.
1: He hasn't got yes. that far yet. Anyways, no, so. he's still on season. And one. then uh, Panic at the Disco's High Hopes. I'd heard that one. I heard the that la- one. And the last one I heard was uh, Rain Over Me with uh, you know Pitbull featuring Mark Anthony. So I'd heard those five songs. So hopefully when they release the next uh, list of songs, I know some of those too. <laughs> nice. Will hmm. I ever play this? Probably not. The Wii was perfect for this because my girls, you know, you had the Wii motes, which they just held in their hand. And uh, they were able to do those all around. But how do you do that with these? Do you just take like the actual uh, PlayStation 4 controller in your hand and just shake it around? Is that literally how they play it nowadays? <laughs> I don't have no know. idea.
0: But I doubt what you just said.
1: Shake <laughs> well, your controller. Because they're, uh, it, Waving around and shaking. This shake is it. this is coming out for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shake it. I come this but ain't working? Xbox, PS4, <laughs> and PC. So, what are you using?
0: Don't they have like the PlayStation I or the Connect or something like that? that they got have? rid. Of, so- they got
1: rid of the Connects. Uh, they discontinued that quite a while ago. Uh, PlayStation did have their. Um, Oh, those! It looks like a, a Wiimote with a ball on the end, if you remember the, yeah, the yeah.
3: PlayStation Move.
1: But those got discontinued. Uh, you can't buy those anymore. So w- w- what are you just holding a controller? Listeners, tell me, how are you playing this on modern consoles?
0: Oh, uh, according to PlayStation.com, you use your smartphone. What? Just, what? It says no additional accessories are required to join the fun. Just use your smartphone with the Just Dance controller app. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, is it only that app though?
1: Oh my goodness! Uh, what if somebody
0: doesn't have a smartphone, like your child? There's got to be. Maybe or, that's just for an extra if you don't. Or have your
1: grandmother? Ah, oh, I broke my hip. <laughs> I Dang, bet bang, you it rang.
3: Is. Uh, maybe Apple <laughs> Watch is <bang>, too <laughs> or something. But yeah, it's saying there's an additional sweat mode that will allow you to track your calories burned, so
1: you can team up with friends for more fun in the co-op mode. So, so in essence, if you have. Like you played up to four players on the original Wii version, so you need four cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mommy, uh, Daddy, can you buy me a cell there, phone? There, there's
3: gotta be. be. There's gotta be. be something else. A controller. Uh, so controller app. No up. controller, no problem. Oh, I bet you. I bet you you can just use the regular motion controller in your. Xbox Switch Joy-Cons, um, PS4 controller, the Google Stadia controller, but if you well, don't have one. Well, that's what I was asking. Those, you just hold a controller okay. in your hand and shake it? I'm guessing cuz it's saying if you don't have one of those okay. then you can just use the app on your phone.
0: It, it says PS Move and PlayStation Camera. Okay. And the Just Dance controller app.
1: Uh, but you can't so the, buy the, the PlayStation P- Moves anymore. Yeah, you can. Do you, can you? Okay. I yeah, they they up. actually, and it's made, it's meant for PS4.
0: It's the, yeah. the so, so if your kids get that game and you don't give them anything to control it with, have fun.
1: Okay, but the it, connect it now is dis- like a okay.
3: really crappy version of Spotify.
1: So I was incorrect <laughs> on the PlayStation move. I thought that was it tells you you failed every time you listen to a song. <laughs> well, this sucks. <laughs> But you cannot buy a uh, a Microsoft Connect. So how are you doing it on the Microsoft?
0: Xbox One has the Gamepad Plus Connect, or also a phone with just a dance with the Just Dance controller app too.
1: Okay, but it you cannot Xbox. go to the store and buy a Connect.
0: Why not? They discontinued it. Huh? GameStop has them.
3: <laughs> Amazon. Microsoft pre-owned
1: manufacturing. Yeah, I'm hey. seeing Newegg <laughs> yeah. has it for 270 bucks. Back in October of 2017, they discontinued the Microsoft Connect. Mm. So let's see. Uh, it says Microsoft confirms to Polygon that it discontinued production on the Connect adapter, making it practically impossible for new Xbox One S and Xbox X owners who don't already own one to get one. Yeah, they've
0: so already they're releasing
1: the a game. That they've they're releasing a game that you can't even play. Unless you have an old school no, you Put connect. your phone
0: in your hand and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect for this lame Hey, game. guys, I have an app recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Just Dance app. <laughs> Do you want to actually play? <laughs> Is that All right, really a recommendation? It should be. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> All right, let's actually... Okay, that's interesting and that's kind of hilarious. I think it's time for an app recommendation. Digital Soup App Recommendation
1: Jason, what in the world is your app? Well, my app goes with our music theme, and it's actually something that I use on the show. Is uh, called iJingle Pro and it is awesome. It's it's basically sound Jingle boring. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the tumor.
3: It's <laughs> a different movie. <laughs> Go watch my show, Jingle All the Way Dobal Man. <laughs> It's turbo time. It was terrible.
1: (laughs) So this program is for both Android and iOS, and it's really cool because you can um, assign – it it has a grid. It's like a – I think, what is it? It's like a a five-by-five grid of squares, and you can uh, place all your different uh, sound effects on it. You you have all kinds of awesome control over it. It doesn't just play the sound effect. You can have it do fade-ins, fade-outs. You can have it ducked uh, another one. It does all kinds of great stuff like that. And uh, you hear it on the show all the time because that's how I play all of our clips that I've done and all of our, you know, uh, uh, what do you call them? All of our, uh, drops, I love our sound drops, sound clips, sound drops. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. There's a free version that you can get, uh, but if you go for the pro version, which is $10, it adds a bunch of new features to it. Uh, you can actually put more uh, clips into it. And if you don't have the paid version, you cannot link your Dropbox account. And that was one of the reasons why I had to get it because I put all our sounds into Dropbox and then I bring them in through there. Hmm. Oh, awesome! But iJingle Pro, I like uh, it. Yeah, all the way.
0: <laughs> all right. My recommendation today is actually something that's it's it's not a superb app, but it's I guess it works pretty good in my opinion. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people already have this. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it allows creators and of different content to basically have you as a subscriber. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my first experience with this this last week. I found a really fascinating YouTube channel called Jim Can't Swim, where this guy is doing like. Um, He's showing all these police interviews of people, you know, murderers and stuff like this. And he's talking about the psychology of it. And they're so fascinating to watch that I, I had to go check out his Patreon. And so basically for a dollar or whatever it is that you decide to to uh, subscribe to for a creator, you get access to all this additional content. And the app is actually pretty slick. You can watch the videos directly in the app. Um, and there's comments and everything like that in there. And it's just a really easy way to subscribe to really cool content. And, uh, it works for Android and iOS and I thought it was very,
3: really cool. Very cool. Cool. So what you're saying is you, you brought this up to announce that here at Digital Soup, we want to tell you all about our new Patreon program yep uh, (laughs) (laughs) patreon.com please hold while we set that up quick (laughs) (laughs) no that that's something i thought about but you know for our show i don't know what we do for bonus content just because we we just have so little time super views well maybe yeah that could be something but do we really want to put that behind a paywall for people but anyways not not for our listeners yeah not for our super friends all right. Uh, are, are super maniacs? Super no. friends. Super Dave, friends. Dave, what's your app? <laughs> I'm going with something that everyone's going to know what this is, but I don't know how many actually use the app. And I'm talking about the Roku app. Now, mm. a lot of us have a Roku device or two or three in our homes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you guys use the remote that comes with it or do you actually use the app on your phone? I've never tried the app.
0: Tell me more. I
1: use the remote, uh, but if I can't find the remote, then I do load up the app. Okay. I I exclusively
3: use the app on my phone because when I got my first Roku, I had a huge problem where my remote would keep coming unpaired with the device, and it drove me nuts. So I just started using the app, and you can use it for all your basic stuff that you would expect, hitting play and you know skipping forward and you know all that kind of stuff. But the reason I like it so much is that built right into the app on your phone, you get all kinds of screens where you can, you know, add your channels, do all that fun stuff too. But it gives you the ability to, if, let's say you're going into Netflix and you're going to type in the search for something. You don't have to go through one by one, hitting the arrow keys, okay, three over to the C and two down to the yeah. O, oh, you know, you don't have to do that. You just hit the search bar and it pops up just like you're texting. Bam 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 it's super fast and easy. But what's also really cool about it is that if you're watching something and maybe you know it's got some language in it you don't want kids to hear if they're still awake where there's you know visually everything's fine but you don't want audio or maybe you just don't want to disturb anyone else, you can plug your headphones in right to your phone and you can be watching it on your big screen TV and it'll just feed the audio right to your headphones. Are you serious? Absolutely serious. I didn't it's know that. That's super awesome. Super convenient. Yeah, and it's it's, yeah, it's it a free cool. app android ios anything else you got out there i think it's even on the kindle i mean that's I android, just installed basically. it as you were talking yeah i, I use it all <laughs> the time it's a huge app i mean it's, it's like i felt kind of like i was recommending instagram or something but i figured this is one i use all the time and i don't know how many people actually use the app cool something fun Good.
1: i like recommendation. it recommendation great recommendation choo,
0: choo.
3: <laughs> now
0: <laughs> what time is it it's time for a kickoff.
1: Oh, Seinfeld. (laughs) All right. So last
3: time, as you know, I had you guys give me a combination of some different verbs and different people. Could be specific people, could be, you know, something general like a doctor or something like that. And I picked the bands, and so we're going to have another one of these music challenges. But what I want to know Uh, from you guys, since this is a music episode, I'm letting you pick the artist. I want to know, do you want to pick, because we said we're going to do one of Adam's combinations. Do you want to hear Elvis? Do you want to hear the Beatles? Or do you want to hear Nirvana?
1: Okay, give me the choices again. Elvis, Elvis.
3: the Beatles, or Nirvana. Because I've got the verb and people combinations already set up and all the songs for each of those. But you guys get to pick what songs we're going to... I'm voting for Elvis. Okay, the
1: only one that I probably know most of the songs for is Nirvana. You know a lot of Elvis songs. Well, yeah, like a, "Lemonade," how about a cool, refreshing drink? What?
3: <laughs> what? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Lemonade. After that ridiculous drain. <laughs> <got> a cool <laughs> <refreshing drink. laughs> <That> quarter <laughs> flushing drain. I don't know what he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> because Jason <laughs> doesn't know Elvis. And, and he, he gave me that stellar example of an Elvis song. We're going to do Elvis. And okay. it's fitting because the, verb, the uh, verb and people combination that match up here from Adam is the best Elvis songs to play while whipping Jason. What? <laughs> a little more conversation,
2: a little less action. A little less, act, a little
3: less conversation, a little more action. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so first up, what's the best Elvis song out of these two to play? Well, whipping, giving Jason 30 lashes. We have Can't Help Falling in Love. <laughs> creepy. <laughs> versus Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs>
0: Heartbreak Hotel for sure. I guess Heartbreak Hotel.
3: <laughs> All right. So, in the next set of let's, let's call it the next five lashes, do we want to hear Jailhouse Rock or Don't Be Cruel?
0: <laughs> don't be cruel by far. <laughs> As you're whipping don't him, don't
3: like, be cruel. <laughs> Uh, to your heart, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, I, I thought it was, as you're whipping him. it's don't be... Maybe
2: <laughs> it's just you all.
3: Holy, whipping on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, don't be cruel. Lebanon. Watch him drool. I said whipping on.
2: <laughs> all right, so
3: with the next set of Elvis songs to play while whipping Jason, is it going to be Love Me Tender or In the Ghetto? <laughs> so it's
1: either ghetto beat... No. <laughs> You're or, I, you know, uh, beat me, then love me tender. Oh,
0: you'll be tender, all right. <laughs> the, uh, I was, tender. I was, I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to say in the ghetto. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're beating me tender is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. All right. So then the next one, next matchup while we're whipping Jason is, do we want to hear Hound Dog or Burn in Love? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go hound
1: dog. Be yeah, gy- he always
0: beats time. Yeah,
1: I'll go with that one too. I like that one. <laughs>
0: right. no <laughs> How are
3: we going to do those super fast whipping? Oh, two of us. Yeah, we're both <laughs>
0: dual, what? dual whips. One, whip, two of us with a whip in each hand, so it's four whips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 crackity, 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 crack.
3: Um. Next up. <laughs> crackity,
0: crackity, crackity, crackity,
3: crackity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, we want to hear All Shook Up versus oh. Suspicious Minds. You know it's it's kind of weird
0: that all these songs are about love and while well, you're whipping your friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's
3: strange to me. I don't like. It. <laughs> We're doing it because we love you. <laughs> Next time you won't uh, spout off that bad. <laughs> so what's it gonna be?
1: What was the first song?
3: All shook up versus suspicious. Yeah, I'll go Mind. all shook up. Okay, Jason.
1: Yeah, I'll go that too. Uh-huh. All <laughs> right.
3: So the last. The last set of songs to play here while we're whipping Jason, it's going to be the song It's Now or Never. <laughs> it's
1: now or never. That's the
3: one versus Teddy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be your
1: teddy <laughs> I'll go Teddy Bear. Oh, I got to go uh, It's Now or Never because it's such a love song. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> there you
3: have it. The best Elvis songs to play while whipping Jason.
1: <laughs> Why do you have to be whipping Jason? I
3: like it. Hey, I didn't pick I... these combination the the verbs. I asked for three verbs and three people, and I just threw them in randomly and seen which ones came out together. And then I put put a uh, artist to sure it. You did. Whipping Jason is what came out. It's better than <laughs> manscaping Anthony Weiner.
1: No, <laughs> I that was see fun. That <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, as always, guys, we appreciate your listenership. So be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us, your favorite Digital Soup podcast. Hit us up at DigitalSoupPodcast.com where you can find links to all of our social media. Anything else we got going on, that is the place to do it. Be sure to tell a friend about us. And leave us a review on iTunes if you could be so kind, or uh, Apple Podcaster should say iTunes is oh mm-hmm. iTunes!
3: Get iTunes, you it my yard
0: <laughs> So anyway, have a great week guys. We'll catch you next time. Take care, guys.
1: One for pull the money, I'll do I'll let it again right now, beat me bloody, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that oh yeah. That was- <laughs> It's the Digital Soup Podcast.